Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Bullhucker Podcast. I'm Moose Lundstrom. I'm Matt Gordon. What's up, Matt Gordon? Welcome back. It's great to be back. I'm not sick anymore. You're not sick anymore? Yeah. I made a lot of fun of you. Did you? About you and the gynecologist and how they wouldn't let you go. It was a good meeting, though. <laughs> where are we? Yeah, where are we? We're in Akron, Akron. Colorado. At Gemma's. It's, it's actually a, a conference room. It's hard to explain, but we have someone who can explain that's for us. That's true. That's true. The legend. That is. The guy we've been hunting down for a while. We have him here right in front of us. Corby Needler, what's happening, boss? What up, hey, Corby? living the dream, guys. <laughs> living the dream. Where are we, Corby? We are at Gemma's Crossing, a uh, conference room they've got uh, on the backside of their motel. Nice. Nice. It's actually, uh, it's, how do you explain this, man? It's got a bunch of old school... Like games, foosball, ping pong, and then classic signage, Coca-Cola signage, all sorts of cool stuff. I don't know about the Broncos stuff, but I like the other things. Oh, God bless the Broncos. <laughs> God bless the Broncos. Are you a Bronco fan, Corby? I, unfortunately. It's a rough I mean, year. It's tough. I always it's make the joke, uh, being a Bronco fan this year is like picking up a transvestite hooker, not knowing it's a transvestite. <laughs> you know what I mean? At first, you're thinking, this is going to be awesome. And then at the end, you're like, what the fuck was that? That's crazy. I was <laughs> thinking the exact same thing. What just happened? Hey, cheers, by the way. Cheers, by cheers, the way. Cheers, my friends. Corby, Corby brought some Ultra, so yeah. An old man thing to say, but it's actually pretty good beer. Not too bad. I've never had it before. This is the first time. Really? Yeah, I'm usually a Blue Moon guy myself. I like the extra orange slice in my oh, kind of jam. Yeah, but yeah. This is really good. I like it. Thank you. It's not bad. Light. Yeah, it is light. You, you like wheat beers? I don't know if it's... I like the orange citrusy it's a wheat stuff. Beer, yeah. yeah, that's more my jam. Um, uh, what is it? Oh, I'm never going to get a Dry Dock Apricot, that one as well. You ever tried it? No. That, it's kind of like Blue Moon, but it's. it's I don't think different. that's beer at all, man. It that's, is. <laughs> it is. I think I'm more of. A, I'm. This is going to sound. You guys are going to roast me for this whole thing, so I don't know why I'm going to say anything. But I like wine more than anything else, and so like <laughs> good Chardonnay and I. Sav- yeah, I was like, I'm, this is uh, devolving. Fava <laughs> beans. All right. <laughs> White coats. I love Michelob. <laughs> I, I think of the Pauly Shore movie back in the day, Bartles and James. You're huge on the college circuit, bro, because you're a young man, Matt. That's why I'm making Thanks for that. So, I appreciate that. But hey, before we get started, let me say uh, welcome to the Bullhucker Podcast. If you're new to the podcast, what we do. We bring a guest on. Today's the Corby Needler. The Corby Needler. The Corby Needler. Corby's going to tell us three stories about his life. Now, here's the kicker. Only two of these stories are true. One story is actually half made up, all the way made up, or borrowed. Now, Corby, without going into great detail to give it away, what is it? Is it borrowed, partly made up, or all the way made up? Partly made up. It's a half and half one. <laughs> Those are tough. They are. All right. I think they're the second toughest. Borrowed is the toughest. I would agree with that. Because borrowed is a true story, just somebody else's That's true right. story. That's right. And while you're at it, if you like what you see today, look on the bottom right-hand corner of the screen. You'll see a little red dot. That's our subscribe button. Go ahead and hit that. Subscribe to the podcast because it's a... Tacos. And a huge click for you. Huge click for us. <laughs> you threw me off with the taco, man. I, I'm sorry that I love I I saw the setup going up like a big old meatball for me to smash in the air and I just love just demolishing it into the ground. You know what sucks the most is I was on a roll for once. <laughs> I was doing well. It was coming out so smoothly like a good shit. Yeah, I had two and then, of and then Matt stuck his finger in my ass <laughs> right in the middle of the good shit. Just like the transvestite. <laughs> It's a small click for you, but a huge click for us. Thank you very much. Also, hit that bell icon so you're alerted to whenever. Ding. Yeah. Is there a Facebook or something? How do you rent this out here? Yeah. Gemmascrossing.com. Okay. Okay, cool. Yeah, that's cool. For, like, parties. And, like you said, you had a lot of receptions parties out here. And, and say you go down to the At Ease bar and can't make it home, grab a room at Gemma's Crossing. Ah, that's a good idea. Or at Mojo's, too. They're both. Yeah, same I, thing. I had to stay at Mojo's one year. It was, uh, got snowed into Akron. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was all right. See how long we keep the transvestite joke going. <laughs> there was no power because it was a huge snowstorm. So, 
I was uh, soaking wet, man. I had no change of clothes. Dang. My mother always told me, you, you take a bag with you. I'm like, I don't need no damn bag. And then it turns out I needed a bag. Needed a bag. Because, yeah. So I had to. <laughs> Your mom's always right. Mom's always right. So I had to uh, get my wet, cold ass under the covers at Mojo. And it was a nice bed, by the way. I could have used. Th- I didn't want that visual. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Does it upset your wine <laughs> drinking? Hold up. Mm. Let me get a sip of Voss real quick. Yes, he's drinking Voss out of a glass bottle. <laughs> you know, the other co-host, I just have to buy regular water, not Matthew. It's Voss in the glass bottle. Right? I have a premium that I demand. And my rider demands Voss and red M&Ms only. All right? That's all I want. So Corby and I are the same age. So we probably will make it a little funnier because we're old guys. That's great. You didn't know what the Outsiders was. That blows me away. No, I knew uh, almost. Is Tell the whole story. Don't just make it like I have no idea what movies are. I said, Matt, do you know what the Outsiders is? You guys, I have no clue. That's how that story I went. said Karate Kid. Ralph Macchio's in the Outsiders. Karate Kid, Ralph Macchio. Corby, did you have any clue? Did he have a clue? I, he didn't have a clue. I mean, it was... <laughs> yeah, back in my day, we used the landline. <laughs> <laughs> we did, you dick. <laughs> Corby, what do you do for a living, man? Uh, I work at the co-op. That's right. 26 years now, yeah. That's nuts, man. You must like it. Hey, they take care of me. You know, you said something pretty interesting I liked, that uh, you you wanted to travel the brush if need be to do the podcast to help us out, too, Uh, because you are manager down there. You're ahead of all of the co-ops. So any co-op, their town has a co-op, and that's your hometown, you said. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. It's it's a pretty rewarding job because I feel like every one of these small communities is my community. That's cool, man. So... Yeah, down in Brush. I love that. I do like that. That's yeah. very cool. How long did you have you been in this position, though? This position here uh, since May. Uh, prior to that, we, we had a business call consolidation between M&M Co-op and, and Greenland Co-op. And, uh, and uh, prior to that, I was with M&M Co-op for well before May. Right, right. Because so. <laughs> you've always good. been a farm kid, right, yeah. even in this world? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you had told me a story about your dad and uh, hanging up for the shits on a tractor. That's the story that uh, you had told me one time. Uh, his dad got hung up. On, uh, I'll let you tell the story. Dude, I, could, I could do a complete podcast on my old man shit yeah. himself. But, <laughs> yeah, he, had, uh, he was bailing one time, and the last time I saw him wear bib overalls, and he flipped his straps up, and the door of the tractor came closed on the straps, and he was hanging there off the ground, <laughs> couldn't reach the tractor door, and shit himself. <laughs> You know, you laugh, but that's everybody's worst nightmare. I'm saying. You'd rather, you're just pooping your pants. I've said it on this podcast dozens of times. You'd rather be caught with a dead hooker in your trunk than shit your pants in public, man. Oh, I got to think about that one no, for a second. No, you you panic, dude. I made a big bullet, a big crock pot of chili. Right? <laughs> and I... I, I uh, you know, put in, like, little, I put in like uh, little dishes, you know, and, and I eat it all week, yeah. right? Well, I don't know what I did to this particular pot of chili. But, man, it tastes good, but, oh, my God. I don't know if I put a little laxative in it by chance. So I do, like, a f- three or five miles a day walking, right? And um, I now don't go too far from the house after a bowl of chili because, man, I didn't. I didn't, but, man, it was uh, close. Oh, my God. You're turtling? You start making, you know what? No, there's never been an atheist that shit their pants. You know what I'm saying? Because you start talking to God, okay? You start, you start wheeling and dealing, like you know, you accuse your evil ways. Just please, please don't Lord. let this happen, or just let me in my front door where yes. no one else knows. I got your brand new Adidas on. You know what I mean? You're not gonna... Yeah. So anyway, yeah, you never let your old man live that down. Oh, never, never. Yeah. And and to tell those stories, like I said, I could have, I could, I could have told stories today about it and I advised against it just for the fact that maybe there needs to be a shit your pants special that oh, the bull hunter does. I like that. You know what? We're doing specials anyway. <laughs> what holiday would that fall under court? Um, 
Uh, Boy, well, know. is there a National Chili Day? Oh, I don't, Cinco de Mayo, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know what? I'll take that back. That that came out wrong. That's not what I meant. <laughs> That's what he meant. Mexican food, man. That makes you got to go. That's why I said that. I, it doesn't for me. Really? It's great. It's uh, American it's, food that kills me. No, no. It's because you're young and your stomach hasn't had, I guess you know, that could be it. Binge drinking for three or four decades. See, yeah. Yeah. But you know about the outsider, so there's that. Every kid our age had to read that book. They it was a book? It? it was a book. I didn't know that. I'll take really? that one. I'll take that one and be the young guy here. I had no idea it was a book. I thought it was just a movie. Yeah, it came out. The, book, the book's been out for... The fifties? I don't oh, know. Yeah. It's been forever, man. No, I'm out of the loop. No, I guess it's about maybe the 70s. maybe yeah, maybe seventies. Yeah, if you had to reassemble that whole cast, it'd be well. Some were dead, but I mean, Milo Estevez, Charlie Sheen, Rob Lowe, Rob Lowe, uh, wow, Patrick Swayze, Patrick Swayze, Ralph Macchio, even the guy who played Go- uh, Pony Boy was big in the day. He's yeah, anyway, what's his name? His, yeah, Jason Patrick. No. no, anyway, he was he was huge back in the day. So it, it's nuts. Like, I wouldn't so know. Many people. You know what? I'm going to go buy it for you. You need to watch that goddamn movie. Actually, that'd be kind of fun. I like free movies. Can you get me some Voss, too? That's all you drink? Yes. Fancy bastard. Okay. Corby, are you ready to tell some stories, brother? I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> all right. Sweet. You want to read them off, Matt? Absolutely, yes. We have Brown Bag Bachelor Party, Home Cooked Meal, and TSA. Is <laughs> <laughs> the TSA a shit your pants story? Um, no, no. Okay. There, are, there are no shit your pants stories in this one. I'm already disappointed. Dang it. <laughs> Matt, pick one out, buddy. Uh, I want to hear a home-cooked meal. Okay. Home-cooked meal. Okay, so uh, it's back in the day when uh, we and my, me and my soon-to-be my wife were, uh, were first dating and, and had kind of moved in with each other. She was, uh, she was working nights at the sheriff's department as a detention officer, and, and I was working harvest sweet harvest so i'm pumping out some hours and and she's working the nights and we just can't catch each other and passing throughout the course of the day you know um or i shouldn't even say through the course of the day between two and six in the morning we'd see each other and that's about it that's how it works so uh anyhow one night i get this wise idea because i hadn't seen her in a while and she had this little nighty. okay so i laid this little nighty down on her pillow and and uh when she came home, she woke me up, and she was wearing it. And I was like, it worked. <laughs> <laughs> did you have your little evil genius left? <laughs> oh, I did. I was like, I got this one. I got this. Okay. So the next night, I'm sitting there thinking, eh, got this again. So I laid an apron and two oven mitts <laughs> on the pillow. <laughs> and, and she woke me up that morning with a nice home-cooked breakfast. Oh, Nice. Like a lovely lady would do. Wow, that's awesome. And I was like, yes. <laughs> so that is my home-cooked meal story. I love that. I thought it would be a little kinkier. You know what I mean? We don't know. He well, didn't tell us the gone, details. We could have gone kinky, but, you know, you don't kiss and tell. <laughs> you don't. Especially if they're wearing oven mitts. That doesn't say, that's a, that's a tough one, man. That's a tough one, you know. <laughs> you just hope the neighbors catch you. That's all I got to say. Like, I swear to God, she uses oven mitts on his ass. Did you see that? <laughs> What kind of breakfast was it? Uh, bacon, eggs, the true, uh, the true good breakfast. Like an American breakfast, standard stuff. Yeah. You said you were kind of living together. What does that mean? Uh, we weren't. Uh, we weren't engaged yet. Um, yeah. She had moved in. Her and Deja had moved into the house. Okay. And, yeah. What kind of apron? What was on the apron? You know, I can't even tell you. Okay. What was on this thing? I was just imagining some what kind color of her eyes. She, she has yeah. eyes. What's her social security <laughs> number? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she had a some, like, 
right when we first started dating, she had these aprons made up for me, her, and Daisha. And it was okay. cool. That's cool. Is Daisha a daughter? Yeah. Okay. Yep. That's the old one that we were talking about earlier. Yep. Yep. You're making fun of. Yep. Making fun of. Making fun of you, Deja. <laughs> Hi, Deja. And I won't make fun of you. But the rotary phone or the, uh, no, just the landline. She's never had one. That's nuts. That blows my mind. My mom still has a landline. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She won't get away from you it. You don't have to have it anymore. Uh, Spectrum tries to talk me into it all the time. Well, somehow it lowers your internet bill, and I still don't understand the logic in that yeah. at all. Is you're giving me more than I give you, and somehow I get more from you. But I don't want a landline at all, so they charge you more for the internet. Like, why would I want something I don't want that could save my – I don't get it. It makes no sense. <laughs> you guys – do you watch Blue Mountain State? <laughs> do you all watch Blue Mountain State? <laughs> what a great I've show. Seen, I've you. seen you some episodes, seen yeah. Absolutely, yes. So there's the one where the cougar's pregnant, but they don't know who it is. <laughs> where she calls the landline, and they nobody knows what the hell. What's yep. that number? What, what's that ringing? They don't yep. know what it is. And it's an answering machine. They put it down like it's radiation. Like, what is it? What is it? <laughs> <laughs> that's, yeah, that's I just funny. always think of the Ice Core episode of that one. You do you remember this? Yes. Do you remember that one where they get heat stroke? They take big old ice cores and shove them up each other's asses to cool down. I, I don't remember that one. <laughs> that's a fantastic one. So oh, little, a little nervous here for talking about transvestites. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's his fault. Ice cube enemas. He starts this. <laughs> I was bringing it up with Megan, Megan Bauer. What's up, Megan? Uh, we we had filmed three back to back, and she didn't obviously see the Connie Ray one yet, where there's peanut butter in the butt. And we start bringing that up, and the look on Megan's face when we're talking about putting peanut butter in your ass. She's like, she's smiling. Yeah. She's like, what the fuck are you guys talking about? Weird bastards. Need a little context on that one. Whoops. Yeah, don't ever go to brush. That's where the weird assholes live. <laughs> okay, what do you think about that one, Matt? You know, um, it's sweet, which yeah. I kind of like, but I think sweet can be disarming. So I'm feeling that might be my front runner. I haven't heard any others, obviously, but sure. I'm feeling that one. Yeah, short and sweet. No, 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 uh, not a lot of detail. So, you know, how I feel about that. Yeah. So, all right. All yeah. Right. Well, I always take the one I want to hear uh, the most. I always pick it last, which drives him crazy. So, I hate it. Let's, <laughs> let's hear TSA. Okay. TSA, this one, uh, this one can be an abbreviation for two different things either, uh, um, either the uh, Transportation Security Authority or Terry Spielman's ass. Okay. The Superman so, lady? No, no, it's actually oh, okay. a friend of mine. A friend of mine. <laughs> I'm like, do we supposed to do who that is? What's her You're name? not supposed to know. It's a boy. Uh, oh, okay. a, a oh, guy, Terry Spielman. Yep. Oh. All right. Okay. Spearman? Spielman. What's up, Terry Spielman? Yo, Terry. Um, I was in Hearn, Texas, uh, and I was working a harvest crew uh, for one of the coolest guys in the world, Big Bob Rogers. And uh, Terry had worked for him for years. And, What's up, Big Bob? That's a cool name. And... Uh, yeah, you know, we're down there, and 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 uh, and I ended up having uh, such a weird story. I could I could go on and on about just being in Hearn, Texas, because it was the same time that Katrina hit. Oh, oh wow! So we had all these refugees coming in um, oh, over sure. onto the Gulf of Gulf of Texas side right. after Katrina. Um, where where in Texas is it? It's you know if if I had a map, I could point it out, but it's more on the. It's not far, maybe three hours from Galveston, maybe four hours from Galveston, probably okay. to the northwest. Okay. Okay. Um, not far from uh, College Station. Okay, cool. Uh, it's a real big A and M right uh, area. Okay, okay. Um, anyhow, I had uh, my old roommate uh, had gotten a car wreck and, and passed. So Big Bob um, needed some equipment moved down from this area back down to Hearn, Texas, and he was gracious enough to fly me and Terry back uh, to Denver. Um, for the funeral, mm-hmm. okay? okay, and then we were going to bring the equipment back down with us. Uh, anyhow, uh, 
going on. Terry had never flown before. Okay, ever, <laughs> ever flown. Okay, and uh, and Big Bob, uh, you know, had work to do, so he dropped us off at like nine thirty in the morning at the Austin airport for a four thirty in the afternoon flight. What time did he drop you off? Uh, like nine thirty in the morning. Okay, well, <laughs> hanging out at the airport. Okay, right, right. so. Uh, so we're going through the the security line, and it's me and Terry and nobody else, um, but whatever you call them, the guards or the the checkpoint officials, whatever um, it is. TSA, TSA. <laughs> so, yeah. There you go. Yeah. I see what you did there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and as we're walking in, uh, I looked over at Terry and I said, "Hey, do you still have those drugs tucked in your butt?" <laughs> and the TSA agent looked at me. And grabs a hold of Terry and starts walking him oh, man. about a hundred yards to this door oh, no. uh, in the in the concourse or right there by the TSA. <laughs> and, and Terry is screaming bloody murder. He's like, "Corby, tell him you're fucking lying. Please tell him you're lying." And he's just nervous. Oh. I mean, scared, nervously scared. <laughs> and the and the TSA agent gets him to the door and opens it up, and it's a freaking broom closet, and winks at him. And <laughs> 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 scares the ever living crap out of oh terror. my goodness okay so we end up at the at the airport bar naturally okay and we're drinking crown royal <laughs> what are you who are you millionaires? Is it 11 o'clock in the morning like <laughs> it's, jesus not even i mean i think we were through airport security in six minutes wow so, you know it's <laughs> there was nobody there and uh and then our, they announce our flight, you know, after however long we were there drinking and, uh, right. and uh, announce our flight. And as we're getting onto this flight, I forget to duck as I get on the plane. And, and I catch the threshold of the plane right here, Oof. and it melts me. How tall are you? I am 5'18". I am <laughs> okay. 5'18". <laughs> <laughs> okay. I can see the math. I had to do yeah, the I math did. real quick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was so thinking about that so one for a right. second. Right. Yeah. Um, and, you know, the, the, the stewardess lifts me up, and she's like, are you okay? And, and Terry asks her, he goes, can you be too drunk to fly? <laughs> Which I hear the answer is yes, but in this case. It is, right, Chloe Hirschfeld? It is yes. <laughs> Watch that episode. She, but anyway. Yes. This, this day I was not. Um, I, mean, I was well on my way. But, right, uh, right, right. So the stewardess gets me to the seat and sits me down, and, and we take off, and we're flying back to Denver, and. And about the time she can walk around um, serving drinks and everything, here she comes walking up, and she's got a shooter, a crown between each knuckle, and she was like, here, boys, keep up the good time. Nice. Um, I could probably go on with more, more of the, the, the deal, but that's all I was prepared to give you guys here today for the, okay. for the TSA. <laughs> I, like, I like the idea of the old-school flight attendants who actually would do that kind of stuff. Right. I, I always seem to deal with the stuffy ones all the time, but – Hooking up and getting some crown, just like little crown shots. I got a free beer for one once on the way to really? Vegas. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I bought like two, and then she came by and said, "You know, that one's on us." So, huh? That's then they shot a crown on the plane, Corby. She just handed you like a thirty-dollar bottle. Dude, there, I'm you know? saying, what? So, did he have drugs in his butt? Um, if he did, I did not know about that. <laughs> Corby, if that was you and me, you know what I told that guy? I'm like. You just let the one go. This is a ploy. <laughs> That's the real one. I'm a, I'm a decoy. He's got all kinds of drugs right. in his How ass. awkward, right. though. Like, they bring the dog out, and you're like. <laughs> and it turns out he does have yeah. drugs in his you ass. You know I mean? you're like, now you're a snitch. <laughs> That's the worst <laughs> right. thing. Right? You know? Corbin, he does a snitch. Going straight for him. Okay. 
you find out your friend's like the cocaine king of of, of Texas. What the Hurton Hearn, Texas? Hearns Texas? Hearns, Texas. <laughs> the only place in America that a Walmart was built and failed. Really? Yeah. How'd that happen? I'm like, I'm what? Well, in Chicago, the one that went Union, they didn't open it up, but this one just flat out failed. Flat like, out failed. People just went and shop there and. Uh, you know, I, I'd heard two different stories. One, the community supported small town business, and two, that they had gotten robbed blind. Huh. Really? Yeah, that sounds like Walmart. Yeah. Well, I uh, out in Haxton, that Dollar General, when I worked for Pepsi, that one struggled more than any other Dollar General because people in Haxton still shop at the grocery store. They still same thing. I mean, they still shop at that Dollar General, but they 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 shop as much as they can in town. Yeah. Yeah. They, they stay That's pretty, cool. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Well, and that Dollar General is also outside of town a little bit, not too much. But what do you think about this story? Yeah, I, I got a, I got a front runner. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you? Me too. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. I. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I was just listening to Sam Kennison. He's on Netflix today. Mm-hmm. He has, nice. uh, I can't remember which uh, special uh-huh. it is. Yeah, yeah. But he's talking about that how he cheated on his wife and she forgave him. And uh, she packs his bags all the time for the airport, and she packed a loaded forty five in the bag. <laughs> that's <laughs> so, a message. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what she did to him. He's, he's so mad. Uh, by the way, it's on Netflix right now. Go check it out. If you don't know who Sam Kennison is, go acquaint yourself with him. He was. Are you a fan? I don't even know who it is. You're you're lying. I even know the face, maybe, but I don't know the name off the top of my head. <laughs> he's screaming the whole time. He, had, he wore like the little what? What is this called, Corby? The hat, like a beret. Ju- yeah, like in what? Like, what? In what? Like, what was? What would I know him from? You ever seen the movie Back to School with Rodney yes. Dangerfield? Yes. No. Oh my god! I know he who Rodney Dangerfield. Giant was. comedian. He was in uh, Samantha Fox's Wild Thing video. Yeah, it was his video, wasn't it? It was his. Yeah. It was his video. I guess she was in it. Yeah. So him and Andrew, you've heard of Andrew Dice Clay? Yeah. They had a huge feud back in the day because they were both. Just dirty comedians. Although, if you look back, Andrew Dice Clay stuff is mostly shock humor. It hasn't held up throughout time. Sam Kennison's has. Yeah, he's 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 pretty great. But he's he was known for screaming out loud. I just screamed at the audience. Ah, 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 ah. He would scream at them, you know? okay. and they fucking loved it, dude. Yeah. He. I, I, I. Do you like to read? Do you have time to read? It? I love books. Do you like biographies? Absolutely. I'm gonna bring you my brother Sam. It's his brother because Sam Kennison dies. He gets clean. Right, he gets sober and then gets killed by a drunk driver. Jeez, oddly enough. But the stories of this guy—have you ever read the book? I have not read or, the book. Oh no. man, it's incredible. He was a preacher. He was a traveling uh, evangelist. Is that what they called? Wow. When he was five, he got hit by a car, and his mom said he was never the same since. So he would travel and preach the word of the Lord, and then one day he was like, "Fuck it," started comedy, and it was never looking back. Do you know who Ralphie May is? Yeah. So Ralphie May, that's the story Ralphie May tells about him, is Ralphie May wins this contest. He's brand new to comedy, but he wins this huge contest. Sam Kinison used to fill theaters, like stadiums almost. You know what I mean? He was massive back in the 80s. Okay. And, uh, and he's going to open for him, right? And Ralphie May is super nervous, super, super nervous, because he's never performed in front of this many people before. So Sam Kinison pulls him aside. He goes, here's the deal. My crowd are assholes. You know, they, they like it. They love to be insulted. They love to be... They love it. They just eat it because they're my fans. That's what I do to them. You know, he goes, so if they don't laugh at you, just start to insult them. Just insult them. Just go at them. And Ralph and me goes, all right, man. So <laughs> he does. He starts to bomb. So he just starts talking shit to the audience. Right? They get pissed off. So he, he saved. Stan Kennison walks on stage and he goes, 
Can you believe that asshole talked to you my people like that? Throws <laughs> <laughs> him under the bus. He goes, fuck that guy. He'll never work in this industry again. Nobody talks to my people like that. They're like, yes. <laughs> and, and Ralphie May in his book says he sat back and started to cry. Like wow. He, he, he just started, wanted to leave. He wanted to jet. And the manager stopped and he goes, no, no. This is just what Sam It's Dallas. a bit. And Sam loved it. He goes, that was great, wasn't he? He's like, for you. <laughs> He's crying the whole time. <laughs> yeah, my brother Sam's a pretty wild story. Man. I'll check it out. It was, I love uh, that. He was big in the uh, comedy work, or not, the uh, comedy store days. Okay. Yeah, when the 80s crushed. Yeah. You know, and he was he was massive. I, that's, it shocks me you haven't ever heard of him. So I yeah. mean, I, I bet you it's just one of those, like, I need to see the face. I'm not good with names. I'm in the worst job for that. When I, on our way home, back to Brush today, I'm going to put it on Netflix so you can watch a little bit. Noise. I like that. He's got the bit about the necro, uh, the, uh, what do they call these sleeping dead people. How, you are going to all these crazy topics today. I love it. Necrophiliac is the term. Yeah. He's got a bit about that. <laughs> watch the special on I told Netflix. you, he starts all of this every time. It's always him. He opened up with the transvestite stuff. I'm surprised you're not saying necrophiliac transvestite at this point. <laughs> you know good. what? You do all the terminology. So which one of us well, is a sicko, bro? Wikipedia over here. I'm just trying to help out. <laughs> Corby, who was your favorite comic as a kid? You know, I, I'd have to go with Kennison. Yeah, yeah. That's I really cool. would. Yeah. I, I couldn't get into Dice Clay. I mean, he was... When we were young, he was so outrageous. It was so taboo what he talked about. That's what we laughed. At. I mean, he had those dirty nursery rhymes right. that, that were okay, right? But uh, and but, the cigarette, yeah. the cigarette. When he'd go around his head and stuff, he was just so different, you know. But if you watch his stuff from back there now, it's like, nah. He's not like Kenneth or like Carlin. Carlin's still relevant, yeah, right? Yeah. You know, Dangerfield is always my all-time favorite. I always think he's relevant. He just makes me laugh. But Dice Clay didn't. He didn't age well. His, he did. I don't think his stuff, but Kennison is. Anyway, I'd, I'd compare Dice Clay and, and Dane Cook together. That's I mean, a great oh, that's comparison. Fascinating. Okay, it's an amazing comparison. So I love Dane. Dane Cook was did my you, jam. Do you I like was, him now? No. So I get it. He just kind of just the super finger and all that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How did I go? I forget. Is it this? It's this one. Yeah, the two. Yeah, the super finger. Yeah, because that was on his vicious circle. That sounds right. Yeah. Yeah, he was massive, but he's the first one to actually take advantage of social media. Oh, MySpace! Uh, he was yeah. huge on MySpace yeah. back in the day. Yeah, that's MySpace. how he—that's how he yeah. hit, man. Yeah, crazy how that. I mean, of all the wow. things to get big on, but yeah. it worked really well then when yeah. it was out. Yeah, you know, I I didn't care for him too much, but I liked his movies for some reason. Like Employee like, of the luck Month Chuck. and Good Luck Chuck. Yeah, is a great movie. Dude. Yeah, yeah. I didn't like so. yeah, he was a great comedic actor. Didn't he have a movie yeah. with like Kevin Costner as an assassin? Do you remember this? And he was like a photographer. He finds out he's an assassin. Vaguely, God, I don't remember what it's called. Um, it's gone. Vicious circle. Sure. <laughs> Necrophiliac. <laughs> and the, the part about Jesus with Sam Kennison, the Jesus, how you knew he wasn't a married man, worth the price of admission just for that bit alone, man. So he's got some great bits. He's got one about going to hell and and the devil asking him, you know, and he said, "Tell That's me true. about yourself." And he's like, "So I've been married." <laughs> twice he was like oh twice you want a job <laughs> he goes he goes oh so none of this will be new to you but i'll give you the tour anyway come on <laughs> i love it yeah all right that's great man all right so we got one more left uh, Moss. brown bag bachelor party okay fifth of may um can't quite remember the year and i probably should but uh fifth of may um, we were having a bachelor party for one of my best friends. Uh, well, uh, Dency's cousin, oh. Corey Hall. What's up, Corey Hall? Yo, Corey. Okay. And uh, and we meet up in Denver, and, and we're catching this party bus, and we're going to go hit the strip club circuits. Okay. 
Very nice. And the first place we go to is the Diamond Cabaret. Cool. Party bus pulls up. About 15 of us bail out, and we go to the door, and they won't let us in. I said, you're too drunk. You should have made it your first place. And I was like, we did. Yeah. This is our first place. This is our first place. <laughs> and uh, got a buddy, Arnie Medellis, uh black bouncer, Arnie, um, Hispanic, of course, Mexican. He's standing there, and he's arguing with this bouncer the whole time, calling him racist and everything else because he's not going to let us in. He's like, you're not letting me in because I'm Mexican and it's Cinco de Mayo. Yeah, that's a good – I like that. That's And after about a half hour of arguing, the bouncer finally says, "Um, okay, we're going to let you guys in. Well, by that time, we'd lost interest, and we're like, no, let's just hop on the bus and go somewhere else. Right. Now, at at this time, I can't even tell you what the next strip club, or I shouldn't even say the next, the first strip club that we're going to (laughs) get led into, his name is, I don't know if it was, uh, it wasn't Shotgun Willie's, it might have been PT's Gold Club, or or whatever the heck. Tell me it was Saturdays, brother. It wasn't Saturdays. No, no juice bar. (laughs) (laughs) Jeez. Anyhow, we're, we're in this, all 15 of us or so, and, and we're having a grand time. And about this time, the, the DJ gets up and he gets on this main stage and, and he says, I want the craziest, I want the four craziest people in this bar up here. Well, a different buddy, Jared, than when I talked to you last time, uh, comes and grabs me and up on stage we go. And then there's two other guys, we, we have no idea who these guys are. <laughs> and, uh, and the DJ's handing us all these brown bags. And he says, uh, you know, don't look inside of them, but when the music starts, you guys are going to know what to do. <laughs> wow. Okay. I like where this is going. Yeah. So, four of us, two strangers, two buddies standing up there, you know, bachelor parties, you know, just cheering uh, me, and, me and my boy Jared on. <laughs> and uh, music starts, and we open up these brown bags, and there's dresses in there. Okay. <laughs> How big are they? So, well... Let me put it this way. I have not been much smaller than this most of my adult life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, they're not big in my stature. <laughs> you know, Jared, they looked okay. It looked okay, okay on yeah, but, all right, uh, all right. Anyhow, the music starts, and I open this thing up, and I've got this spaghetti strap dress thing on, and, and, and I'm thinking, okay, I know what to do. Yeah. So I stand up, or I'm standing there, and I, I fling one shoe across the bar one way and one shoe across the bar the other way and drop trowel and pull my shirt off, and I put this thing on, and it looks like a, a belly shirt tank top <laughs> on me. You look like Daisy Duke or what? <laughs> uh, we could go full circle. I, I wish I looked like Catherine Bach at that yeah, time, but, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I'm okay. pretty sure I, I looked more like, uh, I don't know, uh, Peter Griffin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say Boss Hogg. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, bachelor party's going nuts. Well, I turn around, and I see my buddy Jared, and he's kind of timid, and he's still got his clothes on, but these other two guys had just stepped off stage. They're like, we're not even competing. Right. Okay, so I keep this thing going on, you know, when I'm on my hands and knees and rolling around and kicking my heels together. And, <laughs> and by this time, all the dancers had gathered around the stage, and they're all holding dollar bills up. So I'm, yeah. I'm standing over there, and, and I'm pulling out the spaghetti strap, and... And they're tucking a dollar bill in, and I'm purring in their ear. <laughs> and, and the place is just erupted, led by, led by my buddies in this bachelor party. Right. Anyhow, we, we get done, and the crowd has to, has to vote on, on who won. And, and uh, 
they were going to give tickets uh, to a concert out to the top two, and anyhow, it ended up, of course, me being being me and Jared uh, finishing this deal, and we won a couple tickets to the Papa Roach concert. Very nice. Very nice. Papa Roach. So we're going to fast forward just a little bit uh, more um, from this date, and we're sitting at the rehearsal dinner of my buddy's wedding, and uh, and he's handing out the gifts to the wedding party. Okay. And everybody's getting these nice wrapped gifts until it comes to me and Jared and we get this brown bag yep. <laughs> with the two dresses we wore that night. They kept them. They kept yep. them. <laughs> nice. That's incredible. We're at Johnny Carino's and uh, my boy Jared and I decided that we were going to come walking back out. You know, we went to the bathroom <laughs> and put these dresses on and come walking back out for this rehearsal dinner wearing those dresses again. Is this a Jared I know? Uh, I don't believe so. Okay. don't believe so. Nope. Okay. <laughs> is it the Jared from the other story? No, no. Different Jared. Different Jared. You know some evil Jareds, my I friend. I do. There's a lot of There's Jareds. a lot of them. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Hmm. That's... How did that Johnny Carinos take that? Um, you know, we were in that back room. Oh. Uh, you could tell that. You could tell the wait staff was a little like, what the... But, uh, <laughs> you know, I'd get by with it today. It's just yeah, sure, fine. But... Sure, sure. They'll accept you. They have to. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They have. They must. <laughs> Look at that guy in that belly shirt. <laughs> I, uh, I, uh, I've only been to uh, Deming Cabaret once. That story's actually on my episode of this podcast, but it's, it's nice. Uh, I don't know what the champagne room is to this day. I was told you can't, uh, if you have to ask. You'll never know. You yeah, can't afford it. Yeah, so <laughs> I've never been to a strip club. You've never been to one at all? I never found the interest in it. That's mm. kind of where I'm at. Like, I, did, I didn't get it. So after this podcast, after we're done doing Jess, oh my God, here we go. You and Corby are going to get in the car. We're going to read a book, a biography of you're, Sam Kennison. Then we're going to go to you're a You're going to watch The Outsiders while we drink beer in the front and take you to a strip club. <laughs> that's what's, that's what's going to happen, right? I mean, that's, here we go. Man, I got to be honest with you. you. You don't go there for the, the reasons you think you go there for. Sure. You go there for the story, man. Yeah, There's some great yeah, stories yeah. that happen there. I, well, when you're younger, when you're 18, you go there yeah, for the, yeah. For the you know, obviously, you know, because yeah, if we went now, yeah, you go now when you're sitting there going, God, that's somebody's daughter. That's yeah. kind of what yeah. pops yeah. into my head. Like, yeah. I don't know if I could get that out. And then the transactional nature of it just <clears throat> makes me feel weird. I don't know. I've been invited a zillion times. I just am like, Ugh. trust me, they don't. It's not weird. They'll take your money. They, they, yeah, they, they don't, they, care. They don't give any kind of guilt trip for you at all. No. They'll, they'll, they, keep, they don't mind. I keep thinking that, you know, I put a lot of girls through med school <laughs> in my younger days, and I keep waiting for that day every time I'm on the deathbed, and and Cheyenne comes walking in, I'm like, "You made it, save me!" <laughs> I didn't, re- I didn't realize it was philanthropy. So I, I, yeah. now I can yeah. think about it that way. Yeah. That helps out a lot. As your family's around, she's like, "I was yeah. a stripper, and your granddad put me through college. He used to come wearing a dress to freak." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Last time I went to a strip club, I called my wife and I said, "Hey, some of the guys want to go." I said, "You good with it?" And she goes, "Yeah." I said, "Okay, I'm gonna go put some girls through college." And she said, Corby, it's Tuesday night. You're buying diapers. The B squad is working for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Although oh, you take a girl, if girls going to the club, they get, they get away with murder. It's nuts what they get away with. Oh, that's good to know. Well, it's, it's nuts. Uh, my uncle Ed, when he got married the second time, uh, he got married the same day the Avalanche had won the Stanley Cup. Ooh, oh, cool. We were in Denver. So it's me, my cousin Amanda, and her husband Elton, who I uh, get along with amazingly. We get shit faced, drunk, 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 driving around, and we end up at a strip club, uh, shotguns actually, and man, they're all pawing her and shit, and I'm like, we would get thrown out for the shit, yeah, that they're doing right there. You know what I mean? Right. So, it's strippers like other girls. It's weird, like they don't. I don't know. Good and to it, know. Another good tip. Maybe not, um, not threatening or yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. But you see couples going there all the time. It's weird. Like, yeah, what was your first strip club you went to? 
Saturdays. So was mine. That's hilarious. <laughs> it is defunct, by the way. It's no longer there. I thought you meant they cleaned <laughs> Thank it. God. No, no, no. Uh, that's where I saw my first crack whore, my first prostitute, because uh, it's down on Colfax. Yeah. Like, I don't know what five miles past yeah. the, the. Yeah, it's 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 very not, nice. It's in a rough part. We're kids from a small town. We have no clue what danger we're in at all. We're in Jason Miller's brand new Jeep. You it's know like what I mean? Ralphie from The Simpsons. I'm oh. in danger. Yeah, that's exactly what we're <laughs> Saturdays, he called it a juice bar because since it's all top, it's all nude. All nude. No alcohol. They sell, they sell you a bottomless drink or a juice, right? That's how it works. Oh, like you get yeah. like an apple cider or something like that? Or right. you can have a Sprite. I mean, whatever yeah. it may be, but sure. it was bottomless. Yeah. Oh. But it was a large price. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like $40 for a Sprite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you could drink that Sprite all night long. Yeah. It was nuts, dude. But you gladly paid it at 18 years old, right? Yeah, it's, I guess yeah. that's fair. Okay. <laughs> I guess guess we're going after this. Here we go. To, to strip clubs. <laughs> I would imagine, you, since we're the same age, about the same time we went there, do you remember a big Samoan bouncer that worked there with a ponytail on the back? This dude, uh, I've never – it's hard to see you're intimidated by some people, but some people you just – your, your 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 radar goes off like don't don't mess with that one. Sure. And this dude was I mean he was probably your height but like the shoulders on him were like a linebacker. He was massive. He was like a Samoan, you know, like yeah. built like that. I seen him pick some dude up by his collar and his ass, open the door with this dude and toss him for yeah man. After that, and the girls came too close to me. I was like, you see, don't touch me, you know, because yeah. I don't want Manu Manu the Slender there to kick the shit out of me, you know. Calling right. in Moana. Yeah, yeah. Saturdays. What was your favorite one to go to? Yeah, I know they all had great stories behind yeah. them. They all had great stories yeah. behind them. Yeah, they used to uh, put like little, uh, like, I took Sean Kelly for the first time. He was like episode five. Sean's hilarious. But they take napkins and make little bibs for him because he was just gawking at them all like weird as shit, man. Very nice. Very I saw, nice. I saw a strip where they booched, uh, botched boob job one time so her nipples didn't match up. Like one pointed up, one pointed down. Um, <laughs> it, well, it throws off your equilibrium. It's the strangest thing. <laughs> so... All right, what do you think about that one, my man? Uh, you know, uh, I, I I think that's the lie. Really? No, but I, I do like the story. I do like the story. Do you yeah. have one in mind? I do. So do I, actually. Yeah, I'm feeling something. All right, all right. That's crazy. Mm. I, uh, Corby, you watch a lot of these podcasts. I do. Or listen do. to them. Listen. Do you have yeah. a favorite person you've had so far? You know, uh... I, I can't say I do. I mean, the people that I know, I enjoy every single one of those stories because I know those people well, and, and, and yeah. So And some of them just kind of uh, check out. You know I haven't got to check out Paula's yet. Yeah, um, Paula. Um, Keith. Keith. Oh, yeah, hers was pretty good. Stencia's sister. Cool. She's uh, she's an interesting person. Her husband, Ray Keith, you ever met Ray? No. He's got a garage just full of uh, cars. That's just his thing, his hobby, man. He's got some badass Mustangs in that uh, garage. You ever seen his, his cars? I, I have not. Oh, no. wow. Yeah, it's, it's, they had a wedding there in their, uh, their workshop. Yeah, it was, okay. uh, yeah, it was, uh, which one of the dentist's daughters? It was Chloe's. Chloe's wedding was in there, and he was kind of showing me all his, his rides. And Keith Construction. I've heard of that. Yeah, that's them. So. Oh, okay, cool. I figure with a name like Keith, they're in the weed business. Was my thought, Keith? Yeah, Keith. Keith for Sutherland. You know what that is? Oh yeah, I know Keith for Sutherland. Chris, he... No, not the actor. Crystallized from. Oh wow, wow! I get to educate Larry on something. I'm, for I'm once. excited. You, but this you, is crazy. You know I have no idea. <gasps> yeah, I don't know what it is either. Yeah. Oh my! So it's a movie that came out in the '80s. You guys have never heard of? No, uh, it's uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I just have to roast you. Um, marijuana flower. When you grind it up, it has crystals on the outside of it. The crystals can fall through filters, and you can smoke mm-hmm. that. It's called Keith. 
I've never heard that. Line. I'm shocked you never Me heard either. that. Yeah. No. Yeah, traditional grinder has three level, levels, the load for the flour, the hold for the flour, and then the keef on the bottom. Hmm. I don't know anything about that other than that because I don't want to say anything else. But, yes, it's it's definitely called keef. Hmm. You smoke it like crack or what? No. You just like a traditional flour. My buddy Pierre. What's up, Pierre? Was doing that uh, dabbing shit. Oh, that nope. That's too Are much. Are you that? That's too much. It's like, uh, yeah. It's like the syrup. I thought it was this. For yeah. The it, was, yeah. it is that. Yeah. It's also zonk your brains out till you can't see straight. Uh, I'm not into that. Before this podcast, back in the day, I used to have one called the Juggernaut Brothers. That was the first podcast we ever did. And I had Pierre on it, and he was smoking. It's, it's like crack. You smoke it like crack. I'm yeah, like, you have to use a blowtorch. Yeah, I'm super uncomfortable with you right now. I told him, you know, but I, whatever. I trust him. I knew he would do it. Yeah. That. But I'll be damned if I didn't leave there. And I was like, ooh. Yep. Ooh, yeah, dude. Don't it's be a close lot. to that. Yeah, it's. Wow. It's like a little like little syrup dot. It's the craziest shit, Corby. And, yeah, like the hash oil? Similar. Or it's a little thicker than that. Yeah. Um, and you put it. It's called a dab rig. And this is just. It's. It just straight up looks like crack. You get a big old blowtorch, and you have to heat it up super, super hot, and then smoke it like you would traditional so flour. Like pot times ten thousand. Way more yeah, than that. Yeah, it's, it's, it's it's like a zonking, yeah, and just one little, and you're. It's, if you it's have too much no tolerance to it, it'll put you down. Yep, it'll put you down. Yep. Man. Those are the wow. people when you hear about somebody going to the hospital for marijuana intoxication. That's probably what they did if they didn't uh, do edibles. Is it legal in Akron or no? I don't believe so. No, I no mean, for sale. Not for sale. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Ah. for dispensaries, whatever they can't. Town won't let them do it. We, we used to have a, a grow place south of town. I don't know if it's there anymore. Mm, that's what I heard. That yeah, they used to grow. Yeah, it's getting bigger and bigger, man. I think it's gonna be uh, legalized nationwide here pretty soon, man. So There's a lot more states was on the ballot again this year. Yep. Yeah. yeah, you know, teach his own, man. Yeah, if that's whatever. what you want to do, that's it's all good. I don't. I just uh, still up next. Tell you what, it doesn't matter. I, you know, as I tell my kids, I don't know anybody successful that abuses anything. Yeah, I'm a knuckle bumpy. I friend. like that. That's a fact. So I like I that. like that a lot. That's a good point. Yep. Hmm. Well, that's going to be the uh, probably the uh, title of this goddamn podcast. That's, I like that. That, <laughs> that much. is really good. I like it. That's good. You got good kids, though. Yeah. I do. Yeah. I do. Got some great ones. Uh, the, the joke you told me this morning put me uh, kind of set me uh, back a minute. I was like, "Whoa, you came at me hot, bro!" You know? <laughs> <laughs> Made him so happy, and he is he is he is such one to get a laugh. He has no idea what it means. But oh, he got a he laugh. Got a laugh. He oh, know. he has no idea. <laughs> Doesn't even get it. But he knows he gets people. He to knows laugh, gets so the punchline. Oh, that's hilarious, man. Yeah. It got me. I liked it. I didn't get the second one. The, yeah, the seven, eight, nine one. Yeah, yeah, I didn't get that. It, it's. I think it's more annoying than anything else. Oh, like a yuck yuck. Going, do you get it? Do you get it? Do you get it? And if you answer yes, he goes, "Okay, so can you explain it?" Ah, uh, because uh, okay. I sat there when you called me this morning, and I was like. I still laughed anyway. Right, I, I yeah. gave him the old polite laugh. The first one I actually laughed at. It, was, it took me back. So yeah. there's a guy named uh, Jack, uh, Terry Barton Gray's dad. Jack was doing comedy. He was uh, 93 years old when he first started doing comedy. Damn. Uh, Casey's Fine Furniture. Remember Casey's Fine yep. Furniture? Yep. He owned that. Okay. Yeah, that's their family. They're the best people. Uh, Jack Barton came down. And she goes, is it cool if my dad comes and does some time at the Elks? You know, he's 93. He started off comedy. I go, and Terry's a very good friend of mine. What's up, TBG? Love you. Uh, I said, of course, of course he can, you know, and she goes, cool. So he goes up there, and I'm thinking we're going to hear, I just flew in from Denver, and boy, are my arms tired, you know, like dad jokes. He goes up there, and they're Jewish. He goes, I'm a Jew. I like to watch pornos in reverse so I can see the whore get the money back. <laughs> and I go, I was walking on the stage, and I looked up at Adam, and I go, what the fuck did he just say? And Adam was just losing it laughing, right? And the whole crowd got real quiet, like, 
whoa, hey, whoa, this whoa. This is real. Yeah, I did not expect it. <laughs> then for the next five minutes, I heard the dirtiest, filthiest comedy of love my it. entire life, I dude. I love it. He, dude, people went nuts over him. <laughs> and to this day, I've never seen a comic silence a crowd. They were so respectful to him. Waiting for the punchline, and then he delivered it, and they would just lose it. Man. <laughs> yeah, Roar. that's what kind of this morning. Like I did not see that coming. Like, I, I, <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Why the rabbit cross the road, chicken cross the road? I don't know, buddy. Why? You know, because it's dicks and that chicken kind of thing. I was like, oh my god, oh hey, young Corby. You know, <laughs> yes. Dude, and you think you think that one is bad? He hears him from his sister. She is such the shock and awe joke teller. I mean, really? it has to be horrible. She called me the other day with one and said, what's the worst part about being a pedophile? Oh, God. Fitting in. <laughs> we like, shouldn't laugh at that. Oh, good Lord. There's yeah. a difference. There's there's humor and there's offensive. Yeah, yeah, yeah I get it. I if get it's it. intended for a laugh. <laughs> right, right, right. Good for her, though, man. And there was a lot of comics. Uh, I, won't, I won't repeat the joke on here. Uh, now I'll tell you afterwards. But uh, Kevin, uh, gosh, Kevin out of Colorado Springs. I'm sorry I forgot your name. I, I'm drawing a blank right now. He's got this uh, this joke about rodeo, and uh, there's a Martin Luther King rodeo in Denver, right? Have you heard of this? I didn't know that. Yeah, Martin Luther King rodeo, and he's all because there's nothing black people more like more than white people than rope. <laughs> and I was like, whoa, oh whoa! I might actually cut that one out. I probably, you know, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I mean, when he told me, I was like, and it's funny the crowd does this; they all look at each other like, whoa. can we laugh? They look around like coast is clear and then they just start roaring i'm wow. like you bastards i've had a few people come on comedy and and adam the same way has told a joke and i'm like oh man you said the quiet part out loud bro I, <laughs> good for you but people in morgan county are sick in the head man they love that shit so all right <laughs> thanks for being on this man this is great <laughs> this is great where's your daughter is she still here she's in hayes kansas now yeah, she, yeah you told me that she's yeah. going to college down there yeah. Damn Nebraska kid, Kansas. No, you're a Kansas guy. I'm a Kansas boy. I grew up there. Moved here. Uh, moved here in '88. So yeah, that's crazy. Very what cool. part of Kansas? Hayes. Goodland. Goodland, Kansas. It might as well be Colorado. That's yeah. by Lamar, right? That's 15 miles from Burlington, from the state line. Oh, Colorado. Okay. Yeah. I lived in Overland Park for two weeks. Two, two weeks. Yeah, on the Kansas side. Oh, I have to get into the story. I was just trying to add in a you know little line. You know, You're just trying to relate with uh, Yeah, Ralph I was trying Macchio to connect. Oh, Jesus, here we go. How would you live for trying to weeks? come back around and get roast me with that. Um, my ex broke up with me on my birthday. Oh, you told me this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks yeah, for yeah. making that come up today. So I appreciate that, man. <laughs> What's well, your look name? where you're at today. What? Look where you're at today. I know. I made it all the way <laughs> to almost Kansas again. <laughs> if you'd have told Matt that someday he'd be having a conversation on a $20 foldable table, I mean, he'd have said, no way. That's no impossible. Way. That's definitely impossible. How do you like me now? But I made it. What's her name? I don't want to talk about her. Just what's her name? Uh, I forgot. Come on. Sydney. Right there, Sydney. Oh, my God. All right, there you go, Sydney, because you know she watches. You know she's a fan. I'd be shocked, but. I hate you, Sydney. Why not? (laughs) Are we better now? Are we good? Yeah, I feel good. Thanks for that. Anybody else has jaded you in the past you'd like to talk shit about? I mean, a lot. (laughs) I need to not touch any more beer, so we don't say any more stupid <laughs> shit is what I need to do. Corby, you got something you want to get off your chest oh, right now? No, no, I probably better not. You'll have a lot of editing. <laughs> well, no worse than the pedophile or the uh, the rodeo joke. I mean, you know. That rodeo joke, is that's on another level. Oh, dude, I mean, it, it was. All right, Mr. Matt. You ready? I guess. All right, Corby, when we decide 
Who has to choose first? We rock, paper, scissors, Corby. I don't remember. Are you a three pumper or a four well, pumper? You know, I got to tell you, I'm converted here all because of the outsiders. Oh. I mean, all because of it. I was on your side on the, on the And now you're a three pumper? And I'm going to have to move to the three pumper. Oh, That's stupid. Yeah. Why? Because he came to the right side? No. Back from the dark no, side? No, it's, I mean, everybody can be badly influenced. So it's you're, you're bastard four pumping ways? It's almost like just too many numbers to count, guys. I get it. You know, it's funny. Uh, they said uh, they're going to put uh, Blazing Saddles on TV and they're going to edit it. And it'll be seven minutes long. After some of this conversation, this podcast is going to be like six minutes. It's going to be a quick one. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a quick one. It's going to be telling three quick stories. Uh, like, guess what it is it's ten minutes later. Yeah, it's so. like, wow, that was the shortest 20-minute podcast we've ever seen. <laughs> all these really weird juxtapositions cut in between. And someday when Matt becomes president, it'll all come out. Yeah, you know? right. right. Yeah. I don't know who the fat You're so skeletons. But he's so good at It's like you could you go off to pee, and he's like, oh, yeah, I totally remember the conversation you were just having. I legitimately just forgot. My brain deletes. And just so I, there's no easy way for me to segue back in. He's natural is what it is. Natural. All right, let's get this bullshit over Three with. Three pumps, my friend. Yeah, that's fine. Can you get it done? No. Already? Damn it. All right, some bitch. Yes. All right, we got three great stories. Brown bag, bachelor party, home-cooked meal, and TSA. Now, I want to start off by saying I think brown bag, bachelor party is a true story, but I also have a little piece of me that thinks that is the bull hucker. Yeah. I, I, I think I know you've listened to these now, so I'm almost thinking like you gave us two short, no detail stories. Yep. And that way, so I'm almost tempted to pick that damn thing. Trying to curve you. Yeah. So for someone, people that listen to the podcast, you, I think you might have formed a, uh, a strategy to beat us. But you had a lot of detail with it, and I do go, I'm pretty, pretty uh, famous for loving the details. Yes, sir. Um, TSA, I, I, I could see you doing that. That's, uh, <laughs> that's absolutely I think I'm going to check out. I'm going to go with home-cooked meal. It was short and sweet. I think that's something that could be half-borrowed. Really? Well, yeah. Uh, yeah. Is that your final answer? I'm going to go with home-cooked meal, but if it's brown bag, bachelor party, I'm going to be pissed because something deep down inside me says, pick that. Yeah, I was going to say, that's pick what I'm that. picking. Is that what you're going yeah, with? Yeah, brown bag, May bachelor why? party. Uh, you know, it's the detail thing, um, and I didn't pick up any cues or anything. I always like to overanalyze people when they're telling stories on the show just to see if there's cues. All the same, like look up, look down, if they're tapping, if they're thinking or whatever. Look at the eyes, but you know, you're a good liar today, man. So whichever one it was, but I, I'm feeling the detail was the curve. Brown bag bachelor party. You think be that's what it is? No. You think he's trying to play us? Yep. All right, so I'm going to go home-cooked meal. You're going to go brown bag bachelor party. Corby, let's see that board, let's my friend. It. Let's see it. Donna. Damn it, man! Home cooked meal. I'm a little disappointed in you, Corby. I thought you were trying to fool us, man. What part of that's not borrowed? The the fact that she did not cook me breakfast. She woke me up to tell me you fucked this all up. I will never do that again. And I said that's okay. I will own this story forever. She's gonna watch this and not try to give it away. Just you'll see her steaming like son of a bitch. <laughs> that's it's so good though what a great yeah. story yeah like the the apron and the, the mitts makes perfect sense you touched matt's heart and now you kind of tore it out that's, that's what i'm that's, saying i yeah. fall for the sweet shit I'm, I'm a sucker for that kind of stuff he's in love now so it's, it's that's not it you see with the l <laughs> cut that shit out <laughs> it stays sydney it stays <laughs> no please not her i don't want to even talk to her ever again <laughs> so uh tsa is a true story tsa is a true story oh you son of a bitch. that's i we, would be we, so mad <laughs> we actually made it back to denver that night um had a buddy come pick us up yeah. we went to the strip club I talked a, a gal out of her, uh, a, a dancer out of one of her seven pairs of panties she was wearing. Out of boy. 
and and went to the open casket uh, deal for my boy the next day, and the groomsman stood behind me as I tucked those into his pocket. Oh boy, so that's a great story, Corby. That's a great story. Damn, that's awesome. Unless I'm, something happens to that stripper and they got to exhume his body one right. time to find those panties, then you've uh, <laughs> right. you like, slowly, why would you, you even speak that into existence? Yeah, I'm sorry. Knock on wood. Yeah. That, I have to cut that out now. <laughs> this is going to look like a bad radio broadcast from the 40s. Like, <laughs> yeah. um, what year was this? So this had been between 2000, was it 2002, after, 2006. So it was after 9-11. Yep. Yeah. Okay, so that, so, That's why it's more scary. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I was going to say if it was before 2011 or 2001, that would make sense. If it was after, that would have been taken very seriously. Yes. They, they don't mess around on planes no, anymore, man. No. You know, I, I tell you what, I think, I mean, I think, I think it was fresh and I think, I think it was Texas. Really? And there was, like I said, I bet you we saw 10 people in this airport. And I mean, for a good three hours, there's nobody else there. Really? Damn. Huh. Damn. That's crazy. Um, yeah. And uh, brown bag bachelor parties, true story. It is a true That's story. That's incredible. I'm so well, and a, a piece of me is really glad that it is true. I yeah, tend, yeah. It, when it's it, you think it's a lie, but it's still an excellent experience that someone actually had in real life. I totally am okay with a loss for that because that's such yeah. a badass story, man. That is a fun story, man. Although losing the Larry, it's depressing. <laughs> it's rough. I love a good strip club story because you're right, man. That does nothing. Nothing, honestly. About a strip club is good. No, <laughs> you know what I'm saying really, it's it's like Matt. We really want you to go. Yeah. It all sucks and we don't want to be there, but, but the stories turn out amazing. We, we so. absolutely want you to go to have the story, though, man. Yeah. Someday when you get married, I'm gonna come with Corby and we're gonna take you. Oh my god! All right. It's love and marriage. This guy is trying to kill me today. I, just, I, I, I like I like to make him sweat. Oh, stressful. <laughs> Stress me out, man. All right, Corby, you didn't disappoint, man. Good. I'm glad to you have rock, you. I'm glad, yeah. I, I'm glad I didn't get knocked off that pedestal too hard. No, I do want to tell you one more story, though. You told me a story about a Domino's pizza delivery. <laughs> he loves hearing about pizza. I just told you the story. Can you tell him the story <laughs> I, real quick? I, I can. We, uh, we were, you know, no good story ever starts with, so I was eating a salad. Right, okay. Right, right. right. <laughs> so, so we were well into, well into the beers this day, and, and, uh, and I looked at my buddy and I said, you, you want you hungry? And he was like, yeah. So we ordered some pizza. And, and while the guy was on his way, I said, uh, do you, uh, you want to get a free pizza? He was like, how do you do that? So as this pizza guy's walking up to our door, I drop trout. I mean, everything. I'm just wearing a long shirt and open up the screen door, which is, you know, half glass and half, okay. half solid at the bottom. And the guy opens the door and he's like, "It'll be twenty-seven fifty. And I was like, "I don't have any pockets." <laughs> <laughs> and I turned around behind me, and my buddy had had just taken cue, and he had his pants pulled around, the pulled around his ankles, and he's leaned over my recliner with just his ass showing to this pizza. <laughs> 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 yeah. I oh my god! It's like it's like the show Oz and that son of a bitch. You know Jesus! What I mean? Did he give you the pizza? Um, he did give me the pizza, and, and we also uh, we were blacklisted. We we were not <laughs> able to order. I figured pizza. it'd be whitelisted. Um, but <laughs> Jesus! All right, that's 
I'm going to try that trick at some point when we get delivery on Don't the do it. You'll be put on a weird list out. A weird list. It's a different day, pop up on a TikTok. That's exactly what you know. I've ruined it for you. Oh, it's hashtag pizza ass. Here he is. All right. I like that story. I was hoping you'd tell that story. That's incredible. Yeah. Your buddy did this because his face isn't showing. I just imagine like the ass. He wasn't showing it. I mean, you had dinner. I mean, he's a redhead, and granted, it looked like you probably had a freaking clown with scissor locks. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> if they gotta identify him in a lineup, it's gonna be awkward as yeah, shit. You know, that's, that's yeah, that's it. Bend a little, a little further. Jesus. Now grunt. Now that's him. That's him right there. <laughs> Corby, thank you so much for coming on, man. Yes, thank you guys. I'm Moose Lundstrom. I'm Matt Gordon. Catch you next time. Peace.